How's everybody doing? Good to see you. Glad you're here. Welcome. This is our first Wednesday of the month, end of the year, of course. First Wednesday of the year. Good way to set the rest of the Wednesdays in order. And you guys are doing it right. Come on. Seeking the Lord first. Praise God. Well, if you're new with us tonight, we're so glad you're here. And, uh, and we've prepared for your arrival and uh, prayed for you. Believe God will work in your life tonight. And also, uh, we, we prepared a gift. So, uh, on the way, the gift that's on the screen right there. It's me. <laughs> uh, well, not the gift, but a graphic that says we have a gift for you out there in the main lobby when you leave. There it is. Yeah. Now you know how to get it. <laughs> on their way out, if you're new, stop by and grab one if you want. And uh, free to you, because we're glad you're here. And we we uh, don't know you, but we appreciate you anyway. And want to show you God's goodness and mercy and love and kindness. Good, good? Good, good. Also, let's receive our tithes and offerings tonight. Come on, how many ready to give? Yeah. Praise God. If you're, if you're giving in the offering tonight, you can do so with your phone. If you'd like, you can text right there. You can also use the envelopes in the seat backs in front of you and give the way the Lord intended. <laughs> Amen. Amen. No, I'm just kidding. We do it electronically ourselves. So do it however you want and, uh, and, uh, and it'll be accepted the way that you do so. We honor the Lord with our first and best. We don't buy anything from God. Jesus is actually the one who paid it all, right? Uh, the, the purchase price was his blood. So we're not buying his blessings. We're not buying his favor. Uh, but we are giving it as worship. We're giving as seed. A, a, good, a smart farmer will plant so he can later have a harvest. So we have multiple motivations. First and foremost, it's just to honor the Lord, to worship God. Uh, it's, it's wise to plant for our future. Amen. Amen. And so we plant our, 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 our tithes and offerings as seed that will produce a financial harvest for our future. Praise God. Also, of course, we give because we believe in what we're doing. And that is the, the gospel that many of us have already received. We want as many people to hear that as possible. And, uh, and our services aren't the only way that people hear the gospel, but it's one of the ways. One of God's chosen ways that the gospel goes out. Amen? We got good reason to give in faith, not because, of we're, not because we're compelled to by external, external sources, but because of the spirit of generosity that God himself is on the inside of us. Amen? Come on, say it out loud with me if you, if you can, if you agree. Say, I'm a giver. I'm a giver. I give because I want to. I give, because I want to. I give as worship. To the, Lord. to the Lord. I love to give. I, love to give. I live to give. I live to give. And, I and I believe in His abounding blessings. They're coming my way. This year is going to be a good one. Blessings are coming my way. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Father, thank you for blessing the people tonight abundantly by your Spirit. Praise God. All right. Well, let's get into it then. Uh, because this is first Wednesday of the night, uh, of the night, and of the year, and of the week, and of the month, uh, this is a healing service tonight, 
And the reason it is is because the Lord directed me to do that uh, quite a few years ago uh, about having a healing service once a month. So we're doing it. Amen. If the Lord tells you to do something, it'll work. <laughs> and that's our confidence in Him. And so if you need healing in your body tonight, you came to the right service. So glad you're here. You're about to experience God in a ta tangible, powerful way. And you'll leave. If you came in walking crooked, you'll can't leave walking straight. Amen. If you came in with pain, you'll leave without it. Amen. If you came in with a disease, the disease will dissolve and, and leave your body. That's how good our God is. Amen. So I want to look at a few scriptures tonight. You can follow along with me if you'd like in your Bibles, your, your phones. Put some of these on the screen as well for, I realize, a service like this. Uh, you know, you might be brand spanking new to church, and that's okay. Every one of us was new to church at some point. And if you came because you're curious about what are those people really up to over there, I hear they believe in healings, and they post them on the sign out on Eagle Road for uh, everyone. And maybe you come out of curiosity or even skepticism. I don't really care. <laughs> uh, because we're not the healer anyway. There's no, really, there's no real pressure on us. Uh, this, is, this is the Lord's business. We're just a tool in His hand, a mouthpiece for Him. And uh, we're going to use His words. <laughs> I'm going I'm to use His book, not my book. Because uh, I, I don't have the power to back it up, but He does. Amen. And so we'll just trust in Him tonight. Amen. You know, the blessing of the Lord uh, works for everybody. I don't know if, you know if you realize that, but the blessings of God work for everybody every time. Pause. Let me say it again. The blessings of the Lord, Lord work for everybody every time. That means they work for you. That's not a blessing from the Lord. That means they work for you. That means they work for me. And if I need it now, they work for me right now. And they work for you right now. Praise God. If I act on the Word, it'll produce the same results as if you act on the Word. It's the Word that, that's the key component. It's, it's what God said to us or for us, for our benefit. I act on it, works for me. Same way if you act on it, it works for you. Same way if Paul, who wrote many New Testament books, if he acted on it, worked the same way for him as it does for us. Amen. And, and to that point... When Jesus acted on the Word, that's what He did in His earthly ministry. Uh, he applied God's Word, and it worked for Him the same way it'll work for me, same way it'll work for you. Yeah. Why? Because the Word is the main thing. It doesn't matter who, who does it. If you're old or young or rich or poor or, you know, tall or short or skinny or something else, uh, doesn't, these things don't matter. The Word works for anyone who will, who will use it. Because God's word is just that way. You know, the Lord said uh, through James, this is James chapter 2 and verse 1. Uh, James wrote, my brethren, uh, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. Don't do this with partiality or we could say, playing favorites. Um, he's, he's saying, don't treat some people with respect and other people without it because of how rich they are, because of how they're dressed, because of other external factors. 
He said, don't make those judgments, those distinguishing elements uh, to, to the people. Uh, how many know we should show love to everybody? And we should give equal opportunity for everyone to access the work of God. Uh, I think uh, most of us would rightly condemn the actions of those who would treat some people as like second-class Christians because of some external factors in going on in their life or some area they're coming up short. If we, if we said, hey, we're going we're gonna to from now on save the, you know, the first several rows and, uh, and you have to have a net worth of, you know, and we'll, we'll name an amount. <laughs> and if, you're, if you don't make that much, you're going to have to sit in the back. <laughs> How many think we might make the news? <laughs> that church over there. Now, uh, amazingly, you know, people have been, maybe not so blatantly, but in James Day, I think they were doing something kind of like that. Those who, ha who, who had certain um, wealth and so forth were being treated better than those who didn't have it. And, and he said, don't treat people with partiality like this. Uh, I, in, the, in the political world, sometimes they call uh, this type of mentality crony capitalism. Uh, that's when government officials have deals with business people and they're getting special favors and special things kind of behind the scene. How many know we frown on that? <laughs> it's like, don't do that. you got to treat people equal under the law. And we all believe that that's a, one of the primary tenets of our land, even though it doesn't always happen, but, you know, supposed to. <laughs> With the Lord, these things are also the case. In fact, uh, 1 Peter chapter 1, Peter says uh, something similar, but about the Lord. He said in verse 17, and if you call on the Father who without partiality judges according to each one's work, conduct yourselves throughout the time of your stay here in fear. And, and so, what is it saying? God, the Father, He, without partiality, uh, relates to people, treats them, judges them according to each one's work. God does that without partiality. Well, you can see that, that God wouldn't be telling us to do that if He was doing the opposite. He wouldn't be saying, now you guys, you treat people equally. You, you treat people without favoritism and so forth, but, but I'm going to do the opposite. It's amazing. There are many theological positions that teach exactly that. That the Lord is picking and choosing. That he's partial. That for some reason that only he knows, I like you and I don't like you. I wouldn't say it that way, but... You get to be saved, you don't get to be. You get to be healed, you get to remain sick. You get to be prosperous, you have to stay in the poorhouse. You get to be happy, you get to be depressed. I mean, no, that, that's, a, that's a belief that some hold. And I say, that's crazy to think God would be that way. He said, we would, if we were that way, if we were in charge and we were just randomly doing that, we would consider ourselves or, you know, each other, you know, quite uh, evil, but the, it's saying that the Father is not that way. He doesn't treat people partially. 
he, 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 he gives equal access to everybody. In, in other words, um, he has made all of his blessings. Forgiveness and healing and peace and prosperity. All the blessings of God are equally accessed by everybody. It's, uh, when a person believes, it, it evens the playing field. It doesn't matter where you've come from or what you've done or, or, or what you know, advantages you had growing up or were born into certain families or were not or certain countries or, or, or not. With, when you approach the Lord, we're all on the same playing field. Amen. Amen. We all have equal access to these very many, many blessings. They are available to everybody. Listen to these verses. Romans 10, 11 reads, For the scripture says, Whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. Notice the, ver- the word there, whoever. I, I, like, I kind of like uh, uh, the, old Bi- the old King James Bible. It uses the word whosoever. All right, I know that's not good English for today's vernacular. Nevertheless, in this case, I kind of like it. All right. Whosoever. But the updated version, whoever believes will not be put to shame. Romans 10, 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Who gets to be saved? Whoever. Whosoever. Whoever does what? Whoever calls. All you have to do is place the call. You get to be saved. Uh, 1 John 4, 15 reads... Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. Who who, who does God abide in? Well, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ or that Jesus is the Son of God. 1 John 5, 1 reads, now did I read that one incorrectly? 1 John 4, 15, whoever confesses I think I'm mixing up my verses with my references. 1 John 4, 15, whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. 1 John 5, 1, whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God and everyone who loves him, who, who begot, also loves him who is begotten of him. In other words, if you love the Father, you love the Son. Is what he's saying. But again and again, we see the whoever uh, verbiage. We see whoever believes, whoever calls, whoever confesses, everyone who loves. Now, now this everybody language works in negative things too, by the way. Because <laughs> there are many scriptures that will tell you, well, whoever does this, they get this. And I didn't choose to read those tonight because it's not really our goal for the evening to tell you how many bad things you can have. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, they work both ways, but ultimately it points to this, that God deals with us without partiality, and and he makes everything available to everyone. All right? And whoever will call, whoever will confess, whoever will believe, you enter into the blessing of God. You access the resources of heaven. God's favor comes upon you. Say, does God have favorites? Yes, everyone who accepts Jesus are his favorites. 
In other words, but, but that's available to everyone, so his favor will rest upon whosoever will. Praise God. So if God then chose to heal one and not another, it would violate these verses. It would be a direct contradiction to his own written word and, and make him into the very thing that he told us not to be. He said, don't you do this to people. And he's not doing it either. It's not the way he relates to us. So, I mean, he is partial towards faith. <laughs> and, and if you choose not to believe, the results will be evident. God will honor that choice as well. You say, well, not everyone gets everything that he offers. Well, not everybody wants it. Not everybody chooses to believe. Everyone certainly can. Every one of us can have this. How many know if you, if you refuse to believe, you don't get a pass? Meaning you can believe, but if you choose not to believe, you're going to get the same result. Now, wouldn't that be confusing? <laughs> no, if someone chooses to reject, if someone chooses to not believe, they don't still get the forgiveness. They don't still get the healing. They don't still get the blessing. Yeah, they get uh, what they choose, okay? And so, you know, if anyone has an issue with these kinds of promises, say, I don't believe in that healing business. I don't believe in that, you know, that faith stuff. I don't believe in that prosperity stuff. Well, you, you won't be bothered with any of it then. So, so, so you really don't need to have a beef with anyone. Let other people be, you know, carry the burden of being healed. You can live on your medicine or with, or with, your, with your problems. Overcome it as whatever way you can from a natural standpoint. Leave the believers alone. Hallelujah. In other words, if you choose to not believe or not accept these things, don't ride someone who chooses to believe it. Don't be a hindrance to them. Leave them alone. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Well, uh, anyone can access his all-inclusive plan of salvation, including healing. Now, because of this, when we act on the word of God regarding healing, it begins 100% of the time. Let me say that again because it was worthy of saying twice. <laughs> when we act on the word of God, that means when I act on it, when you act on it, when we act on the word of God regarding, regarding healing, healing begins in our body 100% of the time. Hallelujah, hallelujah. This is a vital truth, and we must believe this. Now, I understand uh, from having, you know, Wi-Fi and, and different Internet signals on my devices, sometimes I go to download something, and, and I have a very strong connection. And if you ever tried to download a large file or maybe an operating system update and it's a few gigabytes and, and you've got a slow connection and it pops up and it calculates for a few minutes and says five hours and 20 minutes is your estimated time. Oh, no. 
but it, you've, you've had a real strong connection somewhere, a real fast internet speed, and you have a, ma a mega big file, and it pops up and says 10 minutes, I, you know, or three minutes, and you just see that thing going, don't you feel powerful? <laughs> it's like, come on, look at that. I am a downloader. <laughs> right? And, and, and so our connection really does make a difference in how fast things are able to flow towards us. There's no, there's no problem on the sending side. There's no problem with the substance of healing itself. All we're doing is working on a connection. And I get myself, I'll get my heart in a good position, and I can receive these things very, very quickly. But nevertheless, whatever the case may be there, when I act on the Word of God concerning healing, 100% of the time, the download starts. And what do I mean by that? My body begins to change. And many times it changes, got a quick download, wham, just like that. Glory to God, it's all better. It's completely different in a second. Yeah? But I've experienced times, and again, God's not deciding this, but I've experienced times where, where, my, uh, where my recovery took a little bit longer. I never expect it because I'm, getting, I'm, I'm seeking the best connection I can possibly get. That's right. right? Just get it all. But I've had times when it's like, oh, okay, that's, that's happening. Or sometimes... I can't identify the change yet. But according to the word of God, it works. And it works for everyone all the time. He's not partial in this. So thank God it's changing. Amen. Amen. It's changed. My body is healing. The bones, are, the blood, the, 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 the organs, the skin, the, whatever. The, it's changing this very moment because God is faithful. You can count on him. Praise God. So, uh, again, it's, it's vital that we believe. It's vital that you believe this concerning your own self, your own body, that it works 100% of the time. That's why we don't say, I, I don't use the language, if I'm ministering to someone through prayer or through the laying on of hands or anointing with oil or anything like that, I don't say, now check to see if it worked. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Well, because there's no if in what we're doing. Right. I'm not dealing with an if God. And who am I to insert my language in his book? He didn't say if. He didn't say it might be. So I don't, I mean, that would be arrogant pride for me to step in and start questioning his power. No, I'm not going to say check if it worked. But I might say this, check that it worked. Everybody see the difference? Not if it did, but that it did. Check to see that you can move that now. Check to see that there's a change in your, in your body. Amen. And so many times people say, yeah, yeah, it's better if, they, if it's something that they can physically identify in the moment. And, uh, and sometimes it's like, well, that, yeah, it's like at 20%. Well, now it's at 30%. Well, now it's at 40%. Now it's at 50%. It's coming down quick. Things are changing, things are changing, things are changing, right? But it, all, it, it always works this way. And so, uh, you know, when you, when you have your, your, your moment, your, your prayer of faith or your, the laying on of hands, when you have that moment, from that point, everything changes. So what do you do? 
you prove it. You act on it. You move it. You walk on it. You bend it. You eat it. You, you listen. You see. You, you're, you're looking. Why wouldn't you? If you know that God is not partial, and these things work for everybody who calls on, everybody who, want, who approaches him, everybody who comes to him, then of course you would. If I was praying for my eyes, uh, you know, or, or trusting him, I would find something to, to, to look towards. I would find something to read or something at a distance. Or wouldn't that be natural? Yes. See, people say, well, I don't want to do that because what if it's still blurry? Well, you, that's not the right mentality. Right. We're not being afraid of anything. We're not afraid of something not working. Right. We're excited about it working. <laughs> I know some are still asking, well, what if I look up and it's still blurry? Well, then you say, praise God, it's changing right now. The cells are moving. The blood is changing. Things are flowing. The power of God is working in me. And, and, and what I see now, it'll be more clear in a second. And in a minute from now, an hour from now, uh, it's going to be better, 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 better until that bar fills up and it's 100%. Amen. It's actively, actively changing until it's 100%. That's what you believe. That's why this is so easy. There's no possibility of it not working. Because God's not playing favorites. Except for us. We're all his favorites. You understand what I mean? Hallelujah. Amen. Now, faith is revealed by, by, what, it, by what you say and by what you do. You can, you can observe others. Others can observe you. You can self-analyze. You can tell what someone believes by the words of their mouth and by their actions. What I'm saying is, from the moment we draw our line in the sand, stake our claim, say, I believe I receive. From the moment we say yes to him and call on him and believe on him, everything after that changes. When we lay hold, our words must agree in that moment. Our actions must agree. Before I, before I get to that, that I've already gotten to, uh, I want to read two more verses. This one is, and these are different translations, so don't bother looking. We'll we'll put them up. James chapter 2 and verse 14. This is from the the Weymouth uh, New Testament. James 2, 14. What good is it, my brethren, if a man professes to have faith, yet his actions do not correspond? Can such faith save him? I want you to notice that. If his actions do not correspond... If you say one thing, but then you act in a way that's contrary to what you say. Oh, the Lord is my healer. And then you act totally contrary to that as if that's not the case. That's a contradiction. What we need is agreement. No contradiction between our words and our actions. No contradiction between the prayer of faith, between the laying on of hands and what we're going to do here shortly. And our actions, our words are our actions from that point. What we do in the name of the Lord, we then carry out consistently in our behavior and in our words. Otherwise, we have conflict going on inside of us. We just need to keep it the same. 
our actions come from that stand of faith. I took my stand and now I'm going to live accordingly. I'm going to think accordingly. The steps I take, the things I do, the things I don't do, they're all based on that premise. Uh, same chapter, the 18th verse from the Phillips, James 2.18. Well, all you can do is show me a faith without corresponding actions, but I can show you by my actions that I have faith as well. So again, he's saying there's a contradiction with some is uh, they're saying, you're saying you can show me your faith, but you have no corresponding actions and I'm going to show you by what I do. In our situation, in our case, we are demonstrating what we believe about healing by how we act. If our actions contradict what we say, we are a walking contradiction. I mean, most of us would very much not appreciate in ourselves or anyone else if, if they were to say, you know, some kind of, you know, they got a Christian bumper sticker or, you know, or touting their, their faith in God, but then they live immoral or they're, they're rude and unkind to everybody. We would say, ah, hypocrisy. You know, that gives us a bad name. That gives the Lord a bad name. We don't like to see Christians live in a double standard. And we don't like to do it ourselves, right? We, don't, we, we want to be consistent. Well, that's also true, not only in those regards. It's also true concerning our prayer lives and concerning our healing. If I pray and, and say, Lord, I believe for this, I believe that I receive this thing that I've asked. And then my actions act like that pr uh, that prayer never happened. That's just as much of a contradiction as some other elements of Christianity that seem to lack in our, in our personal relationships. And what we need is to see corresponding actions. What I believe, my prayer of faith, my stand, is now then acted out. I act accordingly. Not to try to get God to do something, not necessarily to prove to someone else that I believe something, but simply because I do believe it. I believe it, and so I'm going to make sure that I I'm a walking consistency. Hallelujah. So we're looking for complete agreement with God. What we say and what we do have perfect alignment. All right, you think about your cars. Anyone have ever had wheels, a wheel or wheels out of alignment? Okay, and, and what, what often happens when your wheels are out of alignment? The faster you go, the more your steering wheel shakes, right? You're going down the freeway, <laughs> you know, and, and something's wrong here, something's off. And many times your wheels are out of alignment so you can take it and get, it, get them aligned and and uh, you ever had it where your steering wheel, you know, it's shaped a certain way and it's has to, you have to point it to the side to get your car to go straight? <laughs> Isn't that, that, that's a, almost as annoying as like the chairs being crooked for me. <laughs> if you don't know me, I don't like crooked seats and rows and all that. Our new building that we're going to put up soon... Uh, <laughs> The seats will be bolted to the ground. <laughs> you know, there'll be those stadium seats, like you see in the movie theaters and so forth. They'll all be perfect. 
all the time. And I will preach better. <laughs> we need alignment. Okay. You need your tires aligned. What we need with the Lord is alignment with Him. We can't say one thing and do something else. We ha can't have a conflict of what's in our heart and what's in our mouth. In fact, when Jesus taught the principles of faith in Mark chapter 11 and verse 23, when he talked about how you can move mountains with your words, you could say to the mountain, it'll listen to you. What was the condition there? The, the condition was if you'll say it and you won't doubt in your heart. If you'll say to the mountain, be removed, cast into the sea, and you will not doubt in your heart, but believe the things that you say will come to pass, you'll have whatever you say. Right? The word doubt, it can be translated, and it is translated in different parts of the, of the scripture, as um, differ is one, one word. He said, if you're not different in your heart than you are in your mouth. If there's agreement inwardly and in what you say, and I think we could add in our context in what you do. What's inward, what's inward with you is also outward. You're not a contradiction where I'm believing this and I'm doing something else. He said when there's agreement there, when there's uh, alignment, you're not, another, another word, it's translated as waver. So you're inwardly not wavering, but you're in alignment with God's word, in alignment with his promise. You're saying it, you're, you're acting on it. See, for, for healing to work and manifest in our lives, um, we should have this approach. It's, a, it's an all-in commitment. Someone say, I'm committed to the Lord. Well, that's wonderful, and I, I, I applaud that. Are you committed to your healing? Because that's from the Lord. That's a part of who he is. He's honored when you receive of his blessings and his promises. Are we committed to our healing? Be committed to it. Don't have a plan B. Go all in with your healing. And, and let me ask you this. Can you say, I don't mean repeat after me, asking you a question. Can you say, I will be healed today. Based on the word of God, you're authorized to say that. Because God is not sleepy. He has not grown weak. He, has, his, he is not distracted by other things in the world. He is able to have you in perfect sight. He is, he is completely dialed in, laser focused on you and your, your, and your need, his love for you. Everything is set up for you to succeed. Everything is in proper working order in the realm of the spirit. In the kingdom of God, nothing's missing, broken, or lacking. And God is still all-powerful. He is on the throne. And he has made a precious promise to you and me. That if we would act on his word and act on what Jesus already provided through his death, that we would receive. And we would enjoy a long and, str and strong life while we're here on the earth. 
You do not have to be deprived of well-being. You do not have to be deprived of a full, active, and lengthy life. This is the heritage of the Lord. This is the promise of God to his children. And Jesus died for everybody. If you say, I don't even know if if I'm saved. I don't even know if I have the Lord in my life. Well, he loves you anyway, and you can access this tonight. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory to God. And so let's go all in. Not, I'll give this a try before my surgery tomorrow. No. Let's just go all in and say, it's you, Lord. Period. End of the book. There's not a next chapter. I'm just trusting in you. Praise God. We're looking for consistency in our faith and our behavior. Amen? Amen. You know, you see this throughout Scripture. The word confession means to say the same thing. What does that mean? That That means when someone has a confession of faith, they are saying the same thing that God says. We are, I'm confessing God's word. I'm coming into agreement with Him. Like I said, Faith works when it's in our hearts and our mouths, when there is agreement there. So we're just simply looking for consistency in our faith and behavior. If we will do that, I'm not saying this, is, this changes God. All I'm saying is this puts us in perfect alignment with him. The only reason we struggle is we are out of alignment. We've got the bad connection. We're just hitting and missing. We're picking up a signal and then losing it. We just want to be consistent because he's always on. He always is in full force in his love and mercy and grace towards us. And so we just align our heart and our mouth and our behavior with his eternal plan and we can't lose. Amen. I mean, this, is, this system is rigged <laughs> in our favor. <laughs> We're set up to succeed. For we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm, I preach myself happy. <laughs> Praise God. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're going we're gonna to minister uh, to those who, uh, who need healing in their body tonight. And, uh, and so we'll get ready to do that now. Praise God. Let's just pray for a moment before we do. Father, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for working, <laughs> for working mightily in here. Lord, we're coming into agreement with your eternal covenant, your eternal word. Hallelujah. Your faithful, precious promise with the character of who you are. Lord, we're just, we're just so grateful. Praise God for you are mighty. You're at work, strong in battle, <laughs> mighty in the midst of us. Oh, we honor you. We praise you. Thank you for being our healer today.